Thank you for visiting us at Discontinued on Display today. We are so happy that you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you could get lost. Please refrain from eating or drinking while in the museum, and keep your eye out for wheel stealers, flute snatchers, and crown grabbers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Discontinued on Display. Um, I am Chris Corrigan. I am your uh, museum owner, the mayor of this town. I also happen to be the great-grandfather, which means that I am the grandfather of the of Matt, who is my grandfather. I'm his great-grandfather's uh, ex-wife's new husband. <laughs> Is who I am. So you're really making this complicated for me to have yes. to like put in a chart now. So your grandfather or your great grandfather, he divorced uh, your grandma, and he went off, and then I'm the guy who married your grandma. Wait, well, or, then why do I have to respect you? <laughs> because how are you going to respect somebody who left your grandma like that? I came in and I laid down <laughs> rules and laws. I got this family in shape, Matthew. <laughs> um, uh, and my my name is Matt Brown. Uh, uh, you know, you know all my titles. I'll get business cards <laughs> made up at some point. Um, we so, need business cards. Yeah, just the like a scroll instead of a business card because of all the titles we have. Yeah, welcome in to discontinued on display. This is uh, episode eight of the first season. We're like, we're three quarters of the way through our first season already. I, know. I, I can't it's believe so it. Exciting. I mean, I'm very excited. Last week's episode was a, a fan request and we have another fan request this week. I'm so excited about this. This one is from uh, one of our listeners named Mary. Uh, Mary had said that when she was younger, she used to be really into a snack called whistles. Um, I'd never heard of whistles before. I had to reach out to my fountain of knowledge from times before me, my parents. Um, and whistles and daisies uh, were a pair of snacks that came out with a third snack. So today we're actually going to talk about whistles and uh, daisies. Uh, so Mary, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it's everything you want it to be. I, like you, have never heard of these. Never. I have heard of the third snack, which I think we're saving as a tease, uh, uh, that they were released with. And that mm -hmm. snack is actually still around today, but uh, never, never heard yeah. of this. Um, never. Like, I'm even trying to think if like my grandparents or my parents mentioned like, oh, I really loved eating whistles or eating daisies or Oh, or I mean, I think there were like buttons and wheels too that that came out at some point. You're getting kind of, sort of. I so like it. anyway, so yeah, go go for it. Let's, yeah, I was gonna let's, say let's, let's just up. real fast because now we're gonna. There's so many avenues that I feel like this will go down because of how many products we probably actually are gonna talk about. But what we are talking about is 1964. So sit back, 
relax. Think about the 1960s and the simplistic time when bugles were released by General Mills. So you might know bugles, the little horn-shaped things that you can put on your fingers, look like witches' fingers or whatever. They actually came out with two other products. They came out with whistles, and they came out with daisies. Now, okay, hey, can, can I yes. interrupt you really fast? Please. So when you said, you know, sit back and relax from 1964. So I, I Googled very quickly, you know, I was going to hit some historical thing, like 1964, what happened? Uh, race happened. riots gripped big cities and President Lyndon B. Johnson escalated U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. Well, th- this is what we're thinking about the simple times. The good thing in 1964, bugles, snacks. whistles, and daisies, snacks. So unfortunately, though, daisies don't make it very long. Uh, daisies get discontinued in 1967. Whistles make it a little bit longer and end up being discontinued in 1972. The way they were marketed was that Bugles was a horn-shaped corn chip snack. Um, Daisies were a corn-flavored daisy-shaped snack, and they were kind of shaped like a scoop. So those were more marketed to people who would, like, dip things. Almost think like a tortilla or. What's the brand that makes the tortilla scoops? It's it's uh, Tostitos. Like Tostitos, they make the, like, the, the, the little scoops. Yeah, where like you can they market it like you can get a huge scoop of salsa in there. Which, I, okay, do you like like if you get Tostito scoops, do you put like a pool of salsa in it when you eat it? No, but I do appreciate the concept of the salsa I do want isn't going to like flop off the side. I guess. Okay. Now, granted, okay. when I think of a corn flavored chip, I think we're putting ranch in there, and I do not want a pool of ranch in my chip. No, thank you. That's too much. Now, the third thing, whistles. That was a cheese flavored uh, tube uh, that was reportedly the right size to put on a child's finger. Um, as far as I can tell, there is no clear reason why these products were discontinued. I don't know, Matt. Did you find a clear cut reason? As far as I could tell, they just weren't as popular as bugles. Yeah, it just seemed like there wasn't necessarily, you know, we've done some stories here of like, yeah. you know, corporate backstabbing and all this other stuff. This just seemed they just kind of unceremoniously went away. And 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 realize General Mills at this time is is not a snack company. They're a cereal company, an oatmeal, correct? If I'm if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so this was like their entrance into the snack game. I I have to read you some quotes because I I just loved these. Oh yeah, there were some Um, really interesting quotes and stats about this product. The the president of General Mills at the Times, General E.W. Rawlings, he was quite proud. So when when the press release was officially announcing these products, so the quote is, General Mills is entering the snack field as a natural outgrowth of our research technology and because the field is one of the fastest growing in the food industry. And then this made my jaw drop and me bust out laughing. The snacks were a result of, this is, I quote, 12 years Mm -hmm. of uninterrupted research. 12 years. Rawlings called the development program one of the longest, most intensive, and most expensive in our new product research efforts. (laughs) That, That just, that tickles me that it took them 12 years to invent whistles daisies and bugles it took them 12 years i was speechless and well what's funny to me and this is my hot take on why daisies and whistles don't make it is they made bugles and then made two other versions of bugles in different shapes because there are bugles cheddar flavored there's a cheese flavored bugle so that's your whistles right there and then daisies are corn flavored snack chip just like a bugle is so 
they really were the same thing. Like they that, were the that same was thing. It. But 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 like, I guess I mean maybe this is kind of what was going to be the overarching thing of this episode, which is why have bugles? I mean, ultimately, the fun part about bugles is I'm sure everyone's going, yeah. You just put them on. You put them on your fingers. That's the fun part. You like you know do a witch's hand or dragons or whatever. Like that. That's the fun of it. But it seemed like you know whistles had the same thing like they could fit on child's fingers and daisies were a fun flower and other stuff like that like i'm curious what what caused bugles to stick around and the other two to fall by the wayside that's what i thought until my mom said something to me because i was talking to her about um the episode we were going to record she went oh my family always used bugles to scoop things Mm. literally the reason that whistles and Daisy stood out, a bugle could do. There was no reason to to buy the other two, and there was no reason to produce the other two when, again, bugles did the job of both whistles and daisies. And I guess some of it could just be, because they're so similar, you do the scattershot technique, where it's the shotgun technique, where just fire, and you probably hit somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and that's probably what happened with, I mean, maybe that was the idea of this. They're like, okay, we're just going to release kind of three of the same product, hope that one of them sticks. And that, I, that may have been why they unceremoniously just kind of went away because, you know, whatever. Gosh, like, I hope, I hope after 12 years, they came up with something a little bit more anchoring than, ah, screw it. Let's see what happens. Um, did you see one of the early advertisements of what they called the three of these snacks? Again, these three came out and they were they were put as a package deal. Like you should buy all of these. Did you see like the poster? Televities? Televities. No, it was televittles. Oh, is that what televittles? I What is that even? Like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, so it's it's I, I think what it's trying to do, you know, this is the 60s where TV is starting to, you know, really grip the nation. You know, 50s yeah. were kind of that with the I Love Lucy and all this stuff. And, you know, the home TV is becoming a thing. And this is from what I rem- from what I know of history. Correct me if I'm wrong, everyone. Uh, the TV dinner, the family time mm-hmm. in front of the TV. And so this is why snacks were starting to take off because while you're watching TV, you should have some snacks. And so the, the televittles was, you know, so, so, you know, so to, so it was try, trying to go into that, watch it with the TV. So like this poster is, you know, televittles period. It says, while you're watching the new shows this season, crunch along with bugles, whistles, and daisies. They're neat, light, Fresh tasting, great with TV. That's why we call them televittles. I, I took the back half of that quote and put it in my notes because them calling them neat tickled. Yes, because we don't call They're things neat. neat anymore. Have Have you seen? Um, there's a oh, I wish I could remember. There's a There's a guy on YouTube that does um, uh, these nature walks, mm-hmm. and and it, it's it's him like just spouting random like totally false tracks where he's like oh look at this it's 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 a it's a birch tree you can tell that it is because of the way it is and and then like and just all this other stuff but he interjects all the time with that's pretty neat <laughs> it's, it's 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 very fun it's oh it's it's nature walks that's what it is it's nature walks that's oh, what it's called <laughs> that's fun uh i but going off what you're saying yeah i mean it's a clear in a lot of their marketing and branding which apparently took 12 years of research to come up with that i mean they really pushed the tv snacks tv snacks it's all over and everything my other favorite um i did watch uh the commercials for all 
um, I can't, I don't think all three of the products, I don't think Daisy. Pause really fast. I have to point out one thing about this poster before I move on because I'm about to launch into a tangent about the commercial I think you're about to say. So the the other thing that I love about the Televittles commercial, which we should try to post a picture of this on our socials. Oh, absolutely. it, It is a dad who is about to eat a bugle, looks like a laughing daughter and mom, and they are sitting in front of the TV and on the TV is a clown. And with a big flower, and he's like stacking blocks. It looks like so As they're watching kid. a they're watching a clown program. <laughs> they're watching Bozo. Um. So that that's just that's delightful, I guess. <laughs> it was it it was so seventies. It was such a seventies little thing. Um. I think. Are you thinking I'm about to talk about the the Muppet commercial. I'm not that one. I'm saving for later that I watched. Okay. Uh, there's a commercial for bugles. There's a commercial for whistles. I don't think they have the daisies commercial on YouTube, uh, but they have a catchphrase and it was catchy. Um, and it was the same for both of those. And I did see it written. So I know that it, it was, it did exist for daisies as well. It was eat blank. So in this case, we'll say eat bugles, eat bugles, lunchtime, munchtime, snack time, anytime. And it was how they pretty much anchored every commercial um about... I, I like that. I, that I think that's good marketing like it was the, very catchy. You know, lunchtime munchtime snack time anytime yeah see the fact that you said it once and i can repeat it back to you says that's good marketing mm-hmm. and they were all like themed like back in like it, it's you know what it's kind of going back to like the crystal pepsi commercial with that dramatic it was like back in this time in the 1800s this man invented the potato chip by accident and now we have bugles and it was like this whole um, is there a shirtless the, man sitting on a bench eating a bugle? Like no, in the this Crystal is the Pepsi 60s. Commercial? We have to keep our clothes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so don't get out of hand here. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of, and you can find, I found this fascinating as well. You can find the print ads for Bugles, Whistles, and Daisies on eBay. They range from 2 to $10, depending on which ad, and sometimes there's sets of ads. Um, and apparently, uh, you going into this was a very laborious effort for them to research and market this product this is reportedly one of the largest ever snacks like campaigns ever in advertising history it's rumored that it cost that this is the most expensive campaign ever for snacks um and general mill says that this is the most expensive advertising campaign they ever did for a product was for whistles daisies and uh bugles uh my and there, okay. No, I have to talk about this ad before I talk about the the packaging because this is going to be a tangent. But I just, I found it fascinating. So, a lot of the ads followed that same theme that the commercials did. Where back in the eighteen hundreds, a random person like accidentally invented the potato chip. So it was themed differently depending on the product and what the product's taste was. The one that caught my eye uh, was it, it featured a Native American and the comment was that so many years ago the native americans brought popcorn to the first thanksgiving dinner and that was the face i made i went that is some bs that is not true (laughs) no it is not it cannot be and i googled it it could have happened popcorn apparently popcorn has been around for thousands of years that they have found uh like uh fossilized popcorn in Peruvian tombs. Uh, It's an old, like, uh, myth that uh, Native American brought popcorn to the Thanksgiving dinner. I guess it's... 
it's been debunked because popcorn wasn't in the region wherever the dinner actually was. Uh, but for a while, people believed that there was popcorn at the first Thanksgiving dinner, which I was like, are you kidding me? I'm imagining like pilgrims like throwing the kernel up in the air and catching it in their mouths or something yeah. like that, like doing tricks with it. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> popping corn was something that Native American Indians would do. And we've been able to prove that. And I was like, what? Wow, General Mills coming through with the research. Yeah, because I thought popcorn was like something that like we invented with movie theaters. Like maybe that's naive of me, but like I never thought we had popcorn back like in the ye olden times. But no, like, popcorn. Yeah, popcorn does not feel like an ancient snack. Like they it weren't is- eating popcorn in Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining that musical now. We're in between rap versus Lin-Manuel Miranda's, like just cramming popcorn. Yeah, like why is it like Mariah Reynolds like trying to seduce Hamilton while eating popcorn <laughs> as she walks the streets? Like that's all I'm asking for. Can we get the uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda? Clearly, you're listening to this podcast. You're listening. You know what else are you doing with your life? Can Nothing. you please make a popcorn edit of uh, Hamilton where yeah. uh, everyone eats popcorn? I guess I would take other snack foods as well um cracker jacks um i mean maybe even something more obnoxious like ice cream cones or uh a whole thanksgiving turkey or you know really <laughs> honestly you know anybody out there that's directing a musical it's, make a food edit of it it's gonna be ham ulton oh yeah mm-hmm. oh i'm in i'm in oh yeah, yeah. la frisette <laughs> um Keep going, keep going. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of everybody's names. Um, shoot, uh, I was gonna say a lotes instead I of am. Eliza. Thinking, uh, uh, this is how creative I am. I'm thinking pork Washington. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. See, but I like that. Now it's like pigs in space. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh. Uh. Yes. Uh, oh, I love pigs in space. Um, Have you heard the Muppets uh, recording of the Hamilton soundtrack? Yes, I have. Uh, it's not official, but oh, God, is it good? Are we becoming a Muppets podcast? <laughs> I, I, okay, flip it. We're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about the Muppets <laughs> forever. Um, but anyway, so I just found that absolutely fascinating with the that one ad. Like, like it really caught my eye, and I, like, I learned something. Uh, but again, going back to how much money they spent on marketing this product, um, the packaging that these snacks were in... Uh, is award-winning. Apparently, the original packaging for Bugles, Whistles, and Daisies was chosen for inclusion in the 1965 American Institute of Graphic Arts Expedition or Exhibition, and they were also awarded the Marketing Gold Award by Folding Paper Box Association of America, which I was like, well, okay. Um, and apparently, so now we know that Bugles and really any snack chip, not all of them, but most snacks are coming in a plastic bag, right? Bugles originally kind of like think Cheez-Its came in a box. They all came and, in square boxes. And I have to agree. This box, the box is pretty cool. Oh, the boxes are, they're nice. I think they did. It's got a great 60s vibe to them. Like they're, they're, they're stuff that I would like legit hang up in my house as art. Like you could legit get a, a printout of like this Bugles box and have it be in like a, maybe not like in your fancy living room, but like in your, 
in your man cave or your hangout room, like where you eat snacks and watch a movie. Move like, over, Andy this. Warhol. There's a new soup can in town. Oh, <laughs> which brings me to my other point. These apparently at one point, I saw a picture. I'll have to try and post them on our social. Uh, they originally, or not originally, there was a point where bugles, daisies, and whistles came in cans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it, that one's weird. Um, I think Doritos actually did a, 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 really? a thing of that where they did. So yeah, Doritos did this where they did them in a can and it was the idea that you could then put them in vending machines. And so you could, you know, go up to your vending machine and get a snack instead of just a drink. The, the problem was people thought they were getting a Doritos drink and then they would open it up and it would be chips. And they'd be like, oh, I actually wanted something to drink, not Doritos. Um, so that's why I got discontinued. But yeah, the, the can thing is very weird. The box thing I'm in, obviously, like box snacks are a thing. But the can things look too, um, the cans look too bland for me. Mm-hmm. Where it, it just doesn't look, the box looks exciting and inviting. The cans look like this is a boring, non-perishable food that you just kind of have sitting on your shelf forever and ever. And at some point you like clean out your pantry and go, oh, where'd this thing of bugles come from? And then you like <laughs> look at the date and go, oh, this expired like seven years ago. We should probably throw it out. <laughs> I will say after doing all this research and now talking about it for the past little bit, I would I would not mind a small bag of bugles right now. I, I, would I don't eat them with- often, but. We dropped the bonds. My mom loves bugles. Like that's one of her favorite, her favorite things. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could go for some bugles right now. I just, uh, finished off my alcoholic beverage that I had earlier. Um, now I'm getting a little, you know, snacky here. So, um, goodness gracious. So another fun fact about, uh, whistles and daisies, which seems kind of on brand for some of the things we've talked about. I, and I wasn't intentional, but uh, they were originally made in Illinois, you know, in West we Chicago. Just, yeah, I think it moved to Ohio, correct? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they're still made today, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That bugles are still made in that Ohio plant. But yeah, like uh, originally in uh, uh, Illinois is apparently the hotbed of discontinued uh, food. Don't discontinued. make your food products in Illinois, anybody. <laughs> Go elsewhere. <laughs> well, or make them so then you can get on this podcast. And then bring it back. And then bring it back. Use us as your your ramp to bring it back. Uh, now, there's a commercial I know you really want to talk about, Matt, uh, from 1966. Um, and a very special person that they hired. And I'll let you please talk all about it. Yes. So um, a little, we again, we're totally just turning into a Muppets podcast at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Henson, early in his career, did commercials. Like that was that was his first kind of dip into the pool of showbiz was doing commercials. And so um, the, he did a commercial for whistles, daisies and bugles, which we actually referenced in the opening, you know, Mm -hmm. Chris, you do your opening of, you know, thank you for joining us. And uh, what were the three things that you said, watch out for? So um, in 1966, general Mills wanted you to be aware of wheel stealers, um, and the wheel stealer was Cookie Monster with sharp teeth. Hundred percent, what that was. So that and and this was the first appearance of like Cookie this Monster. Is, this is Cookie Monster. This is the first appearance of Cookie Monster. Now he's horrifying because he has sharp teeth, but he not he you know takes down some wheels and it's Cookie Monster. Yeah, he, I mean it's black and white, so you can't tell, but he he looks like he's blue. He's like that furriness. He's um, he doesn't have puppet or he doesn't have like puppet hands that are animated with sticks it's with human hands like 
so like he can how, grab things. Yeah, yeah, like so how he, he is was the today. whistle stealer. He was the wheel stealer. A oh, wheel stealer. Sorry, wheel stealer. Um, and wheels, I believe, would have been the equivalent to. Well, because I took down what their flavors were, so ignore that. But then there was flute snatchers, who was like a bird creature, and then there were crown grabbers, who was just like looked like a monster. Yeah, yeah. So Jim Henson like did these ads, and it's it's a really it's a it's a fun, delightful ad. Like it, you know, of course, because Jim Henson is a genius of puppetry. Um, it, you know, he did a lot of commercials early on. Like you can you can uh you can look them up and there's some really, really good and clever commercials that he did. And even if you look up the, um, when he did decide to pitch the Muppet show to CBS, like you, you can, you can look up, uh, the pitch tape that he gave and pretty much just like, and we're all going to be rich and, and, and we're going to be rich and you're going to be rich and we're going to get temperamental and hard to work with, but you won't care because we'll all be rich. (laughs) And I need to see this. It's it's wonderful. I, I I'll, I'll I'll have to. You should look it up after this is done. Um. Uh. It's 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 delightful. Um. And it, it ends with Kermit the Frog at the end. And I don't want to spoil what he says, but it's 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 very funny. Anyway, so yeah, that like this this product was uh was first advertised with the first appearance of Cookie Monster. Uh. Now, these three things: wheel stealers. Or I'm sorry. It was Wheels, <clears throat> Flutes, and Crowns. Again, was supposed to be a series of snacks that came out in a set of three. Wheels were going to be cheese-flavored, so that would essentially be your flute or your whistle. Uh, flutes were butternut-flavored, but to me, a flute is, again, equivalent to the whistles because of what it's called. And then Crowns um, were a corn-roasted flavor. Now, it's unclear whether or not this product actually existed because it was... a supposed to be for a Canada market. And it, according to General Mills, it never hit markets, um, but it is like, it is widely believed. There are some supermarkets that say, oh no, we sold these products. Like they were in our stores. So it's not clear whether or not they actually made it out into the world. Uh, But my understanding General Mills says is that they never followed through with making another three, that they just licensed bugles and sent it out into the ether. So uh, there's not necessarily any like, again, grand story of why these were discontinued. They just kind of, I'm sure sales were low and they just decided, all right, we're just going to get rid of them. But I I was thinking about this as I was doing this research. What has come out recently that is a new snack? Not a new flavor of an existing snack. So not like, you know, Doritos says, look, we have a new Doritos flavor. Like, I'm talking like a new revolutionary snack. Has can you think of anything that has come out? I would say probably the closest I could give you and it's it's technically a spin-off are Quaker rice cakes made the mini ones that were flavored. Those came out when I was younger. So I would say that's the most recent one I could think of. Um but when I think snacks, like you're thinking goldfish, Cheez-Its, Cheetos, yeah. Doritos, potato, all the different brands of potato chips. I think some of the brands of potato chips, some of those are getting newer. Like kettle cooked chips, I think is maybe newer. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I always got the impression that was a newer thing. But no, I'm just, I, it's it's interesting that I'm, I'm not seeing any new 
snacks coming out. And I don't know if, again, some of that is it's now just too competitive of a market that, you know, we've talked about with other products on this pod where you're if you're trying to enter into a market. So, if you know, Heinz is trying to enter into this ketchup market with colored ketchup. Now, I mean, I know they're already in the market, but they're trying to improve on it by saying, look, buy colored ketchup now. Well, why, why, why would anyone not just buy regular ketchup? And so in terms of snacks, I guess I can understand a little bit of why companies aren't trying to come up with new snacks because they don't need to. People are just going to go back to their default snacks. But it also is a little bit surprising to me that someone hasn't decided to try to do a interesting marketing ploy to try to get uh, to get some some people to onto a new snack, and, and I think this may be I, ha- I had an idea, a thought um, as I was collecting collecting some data. I think that, um, and Taco Bell did this a while ago with you need to put a time on your snack, and so when I say Taco Bell did this, Taco Bell for a while, I'm, I'm sure you remember this was fourth meal. It's time for fourth meal. And the whole thing was, okay, you've had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now it's fourth meal time. So it's late at night. What do you want? Fourth meal, Taco Bell. And so what if you- I think fourth meal is a really family-friendly way of saying drunk meal. (laughs) You know, yes, but they were branding the time of day that you wanted this product. And so- what would it look like to have a snack that you said, you know, this is your late night snack? And I don't know what flavor that would be or whatever, but if you can psychologically get people to, to you know, oh, it's late at night and I'm hungry and I want a snack, boom, I'm going for, I don't know, uh, uh, sleepy crunches or something like that (laughs) That was the first name that came to my mind um i I mean i don't think that's gonna work but but you get what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i i I, I, that was my like random thought of the day i don't have an idea for a snack because ultimately part of the reason i think too with snacks is it's all kind of been done like there's only so many variations of a corn chip or a potato chip that you can do so it was just a random tangent thought that i had of today i don't know what if you have any thoughts on that no you're right i mean i think i mean you mentioned it earlier it sounds like the way especially they were marketing it as snacking was becoming a more prevalent thing in maybe the 1960s at least marketing wise i mean obviously snacks had to exist because again popcorn's been around since the first thanksgiving dinner and before like so it's not like someone's like okay here's your popcorn for for like dinner like no like so obviously (laughs) we were snacking but we've been making it easier to snack right like i mean i remember when i was younger they took doritos and they shrunk them and they put them in a plastic container they did it with cheese uh cheetos they made they made them in ball form and they put them in the plastic container so you could take them on the go like it's taking these and there's a bunch of kinds of cheese puffs there's a bunch of different kinds of nacho flavored chips and like i mean you're not going to be able to necessarily change the formula to make it i feel like i feel like like to me there is not a difference between a lay's potato chip and a jay's potato chip they're they're both thin chips yeah, I unless mean, Jay's it, has ridges, I can't remember. But like, I, there, there's, a, I know there's a Lay's with ridges and there's a Jay's with ridges. To me, they taste almost identical. 
I mean, I'm sure there are people out there like, oh no, I prefer this type of chip, and I prefer this. I, like, I, I, and fine. Like, we all have brand preferences. Like, that's natural. Like, we just like certain brands. But I agree with you. Like, snacking, I'm, I can't. I, I think part of the problem is okay. I just had this great marketing idea, but I don't know what, like, what, what would be the difference of that snack? What would make that snack different? And it's almost to the point where you'd have to get so outlandish and ridiculous of like, all right, it's a corn chip with uh, wrapped around uh, a potato chip with a uh, inside that is uh, cheese, like a combo. And it, like, it, like you just get to a point where I'm like, why wouldn't I just buy a bag of chips? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at this point, why didn't, what's, what's the point of this? And I think it's just, you have a better chance at getting, something to take off if you already have an existing snack that you just like flavor differently Mm -hmm. so like chex mix has a thousand flavors and they could come up with a new one tomorrow and i'd be willing to try it because okay i like chex mix so i'll just you know try try this but um i don't know like i i think that's just interesting that just in in we clearly food is not going anywhere we need food and the fact that no one and no company has really tried to, at least to my knowledge, aggressively enter that market is just surprising. I think it's a hard, you're right, it's a hard market to enter. But I also think like, you have to remember that every food company, so Walmart or Jewel or Mariano's, they have their own store brand um, that's going to have their own things like... I. I, I I hate to bring them up again. I'm going to. I shop at Trader Joe's. Um, all of their chips, and they actually do have some, I think, unique things that I don't normally see at, like, my normal bigger grocery store. That is store. true. So some of, like, those small, small, small specialty ones, like, I bet, like, if I went into Whole Foods more often, or, I, um, oh, gosh, I, I was on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Um, there's a, I don't know how big and broad this is but there's a place in uh, out by me called a a fresh time and they have some unique stuff there too so i think if you like once you start getting into like aldi some of these places that have more unique and specific brands to them that's where you're going to see it branch out but i think that stuff like target i know jewel's a midwest thing uh so i think kroger is maybe Mm, yes kroger is probably that's another one the piggly wiggly like places like that That's the greatest name in the world. I love saying Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Right, anyway, I digress. You're going to see different maybe shapes or styles. Maybe it's going to taste a little bit differently, but... So in, in terms of just whistles and daisies, mm-hmm. I mean, do we think that these need to make a comeback? How would they make a comeback? What What do you think? I I, I feel so bad always saying, no, they shouldn't. Um, I'm, I'm happy at least last time with the cake I said yes. Uh no, I don't think they should. And the only re- and I'm sorry, Mary. I know I'm sure you would love your whistles to come back. But if whistles is a cheese flavored corn chip, there is a cheese flavored bugle. So that's a cheese flavored corn chip. It exists, I, and it's made I by have, the company. I have an idea of how to bring it back. Oh, okay. I'm I'm really excited. I think you just make it a you put all three of them in with in the same bag. Oh, and, so like a Chex Mix. And you, so you call it like the throwback pack. Oh! And uh, you have a combo where it's Bugles, Whistles, and Daisies. Because I think Bugles, Whistles, and Daisies is just too long of a name. Um, but you could very easily just 
throw the whistles and the daisies in with the bugles, brand them under the bugles name and just call it, you know, bugles throwback and, you know, sixties it up, maybe put it, bring back the box, put it in the, in the box. And uh, so a nice bugles throwback and put whistles, daisies and bugles all in the same one. I'd buy that. That's I'd buy that a hundred percent. Now here's the thing though. Both of my parents do not remember that whistles or daisies were a thing. I and they weren't around for long. They might not. I don't know. I, I get again. I guess if Mary knows what they are, but some people I feel like would go. That was a thing. I I I mean, you're right. One hundred and ten percent. I think that's amazing. I would buy it. Um, especially with the. I'm a sucker for the different shapes. I love, like those checks mix styles things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that could actually really do it. Well, I think with the such focus on nostalgia in our culture right mm-hmm. now, I think they could maybe tap into that where, again, you do some nice throwback boxes and, mm-hmm. and prints and fonts and other stuff like that. And I think people would jump at it. At least, I mean, I, again, I feel like I'm broken record saying this, but at least a, a limited run or hmm. a, um, something like that. I But I, I agree with you. Just I, I don't if I go to the store and I see whistles have come back, am I choosing whistles over bugles? Probably not. Um, But I could see like if your multi-pack sells well, and then you do a little bit more market research where maybe, Oh, now whistles is their own thing again. Oh, we're going to bring the daisies back out. Like, because, oh, I really do like my daisies in my my mixed my mix box pack. Well, and you could do a very easy marketing synergy by bringing back Sesame Street Muppets, like having the Muppets do a commercial mm-hmm. for this throwback pack, so to speak. Um, like, I think you could I think you could uh, you, you could bring that back and that'd be a nice callback as well. I think they could do the same thing with the commercial, like how the commercial was like back in the 1800s. Like they could be like back in the 1960s, General Mills tried to like snazz it up with three new exciting snacks. And we're bringing them all back in one box just for you. This family was watching a clown program. Now you're watching better television, but still eat the same snack. <laughs> um, you know what? I You've swayed me. I think you're right. I, I think if they did that, I would eat that 110%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that that, I think that that sounds like a good idea. So General Mills, again, to, uh, they're absolutely, you know, the executives have nothing else better to do than to listen to our podcast. Um, so, uh, you know, they should, they'll absolutely hear this and you'll be seeing this on shelves very soon. <laughs> if the, if, the, if I see this on a shelf and I didn't get like my name put on my face, put on the box, I'm a, I'm a riot. <laughs> uh, I, I want your face and then, uh, all your titles. So great, great grandfather, father. Uh, I'm not mayor. your great, great grandfather. Oh. I'm the, I'm the new husband of oh. your great, great grandfather. So, so I, the grandfather left my grand, like left my wife in this situation. No, 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 no. So I was your dad. Was that what? Yeah. yeah you're my dad. <laughs> and then you were okay. my grandfather. Who has you just jumped. I know this isn't a thing, but if anyone were to just like randomly scroll to this point of the podcast, they are really confused. I don't know what's going on. I'm committing though. So I jumped you further and I said that not only am I two generations before you, but I came in after your deadbeat great grandfather left your grandma- great grandmother. 
and I fixed the family. Oh, okay. Okay. He went out to get milk, but, and it was so long ago that he had to go find the cow to do it. <laughs> he never came back. So, so I want to see, I want to see this full explanation on the back of the box then. So everyone knows what's going on, which is very fitting with Jim Henson. That's the other episode I couldn't remember. Oh, I was trying to, I was trying to remember what our upcoming episodes were and I couldn't remember crunchy stars. <laughs> now I've remembered yeah, it. This is, this is why I just have them like numbered in the inbox when I edit them. So I just, Oh, we're right. We're talking about this. So welcome to the life of, of, uh, uh podcasters, everyone. We can't remember what we just recorded. <laughs> uh, Chris, anything else, uh, before we, uh, close up the exhibit for the night? No, I think it's time to turn the lights off in the museum. Um, dip our daisies, toot our whistles, and put our bugles on our fingers. Yes, I agree. So um, if you want to uh, get a hold of us, you can do that discontinued on display at gmail.com. Send us an email. Um, you can also uh, find us on Twitter at discontinued pod and on Instagram at discontinued on display. As always, uh, please rate and review us as well as subscribe to the podcast. Thank you to those that have already given us that five-star rating. We appreciate you. Thank you to those of you that have already written us a review as well. Um, and, but I'm and a star stealer, so I want more. <laughs> I'm my own special more. Muppet. I want more five-star reviews. Yes. So, and somebody um, took my bait. Somebody talked about how handsome my voice sounds. I want more of that. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you to the person who thinks Chris's voice is handsome. Um, maybe you can write a review and tell people what you think of my voice. Is it handsome? Is it not? Does it, does it occur some other emotion? Please uh, leave five stars and then put what you think of my voice in that. Um, uh, really, that's either going to boost my self-esteem or just like wreck me. But I don't care. Uh, Give me that five stars. Um, really, in, in all seriousness, guys, it takes like it takes like 30 seconds, minute. Like you don't need to write a novel. And we genuinely just, appreciate it. Yeah, and we do genuinely appreciate that. So um, it really does help us out. Um, all right. I think that's it. I think we close up for the night, Chris. Perfect. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of your day. Um, and thanks for hanging out with us here on Discontinued On Display. We will talk to you guys later. See you next time. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.